On this episode of Sandlot Sports, we discuss the AFC and NFC Championship games, including the Mayoka run at the Cincinnati Bengals. We also bring up the Blind Flores lawsuit against the NFL and what is going on with the NBA with the LA Lakers. Um, we also bring up a question of what is the best winter sports movie of all time? And no, your player is not fooling you. Our third act was more uh, current events and just us BSing around than sports. So we just separated out and it's in its own little episode. You can listen to it on the same feed. Coming up on this episode of Sandlot Sports. Because Rule is not happy in Carolina. Like yeah, Carolina's not happy with Rule. <laughs> yeah. Well, That's... maybe if they gave him like a quarterback, maybe he'd be okay. And not well, Sam yeah. Darnold. I'm pretty sure he had a hand in getting Darnold. And if he yeah. didn't, he sure sounded like he did in the media. Well, yeah. you as a coach, you kind of have to be. You don't, you don't want to go over as a coach like, well, I know the GM got no. this quarterback, but he's nope. drawing yeah. a clear line in the sand. If I didn't bring this GM in, we're drawing a clear line in the sand between what his job is and my job. And my job was to teach what to, to mold what he brings me. So wish me luck. Wow. <laughs> you gotta have mercy on my soul. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Sandlot Sports. I am Adam Capperson. I'm here with Dorian Cody. Good afternoon. And BJ Thomas. If the NFL scripted, somebody needs an award. <laughs> speaking, speaking of that, so today is February 1st is when we're recording this. It is the first day of Black History Month, and I don't want to get into shortest month of the year's Black History Month. We'll deal with that later. Um, but the NFL is doing whatever they can to celebrate Black History Month. And what, what do they do? Oh, wait. Oh, wait. Oh, Except hiring minute. coaches. They got um, sued today for racism. That's what they've done. Except hiring coaches. And if you tell me that the timing of this lawsuit was coincidental, I will you can kiss my ass. Yeah. Well, and, and the the best part about this is that the, just the chef's kiss was what precipitated him to sue was Bill Belichick. <laughs> Class. Uh, did you guys see the text messages? I yes. did. I did. That's I know Bill. Beautiful. I can imagine Bill Belichick's face. It's like, oh, it's like, oh wow. shit, my bad. <laughs> and then. And then in the text, like he was nonchalant about it. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It was, uh, uh, you know, Dable or whatever. Yeah, I knew better. Dable. It was the white guy. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, in in fairness to, to to Belichick, he probably didn't know. Yeah. Like he probably has, you know, he probably is going to do this and because he's connected to all of them. And don't let's not forget, Flores coached under him. You can't tell me he doesn't know what's going on in this league. This is true. But okay, so that's what you can't tell me. So he may not have had direct knowledge of that specific situation, but he has overall. knowledge knowledge of the system of the nfl mm-hmm. now and and the, the one the the oc from buffalo going to the the giants to me it is what it is now i think flores has a better resume than him it is what it is the fact uh, that yeah because you, you don't get josh allen coming with you no you know what i no. mean like I'm, that offense and josh allen are very closely tied together Absolutely. But and, well, and speaking of you don't bring people with you, Nathaniel Hackett isn't bringing Aaron Rodgers with him. Not at all. You don't know that. None of us know that. Well, well no. yeah, Aaron Rodgers could be a wild card. But... We don't know that. Aaron Rodgers well, could be in San Francisco. This, this is true, but I'll tell you this. That Aaron Rodgers is not leaving the NFC. Yeah. He, he may not be in Green Bay next year, but he's not leaving the NFC. I can't remember yeah. who it was. And, I told you who it was, but he said that he would be the third best quarterback if he went to the AFC West. Yeah, I think part. Scott said that. I think we uh, talked about that last week. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah. But yeah. but l- let me ask you, let me just, with Brady being gone and how he officially retired today, and we'll get into the whole Brady stuff later, with Brady being gone, name me the top four quarterbacks in the NFC. Well, Rodgers, okay, yeah. until further notice, is number one. Yeah. yeah. Rodgers. Um, You're going to hate me for this, but Dak. Dak? Yeah. Oh, fine. Yeah. Okay. Russell Wilson? If he stays, yes. Until further notice. Another until further notice thing. Yeah. Yeah. And 
I don't know. Okay. This is why Aaron's not leaving the NFC. <laughs> right. Are we being are we being forced to say Matt Ryan? I think we're being forced to say Matt Ryan. Maybe Kyler Murray. Maybe. He got really inconsistent really quick. But but this is my point. That that's why Aaron Rodgers is not leaving the NFC. Because BJ, you're right. If he goes to to the AFC West, he's the third best quarterback in that division. Right. He is at worst, the third best quarterback in his conference right now. He, he, you know, he may not like Green Bay, but he likes the easy route to the playoffs. <laughs> so, so Aaron Rodgers is the LeBron of the NFL. Yes, connections, connections yeah. with some added douchiness. And then he's gonna do his last two years at forty-five in the AFC just to be like, I tried. <laughs> <laughs> How's that working out for LeBron now? Yeah, not good at all. Oh. But. So, um, is, do you think there's any traction about uh, Aaron Rodgers a uh, trade with Aaron Rodgers uh, for Garoppolo? Garoppolo going to Green Bay? I, I saw it in, in no, like because and BJ BJ asked this a couple weeks ago: is if they if they had faith in Garoppolo, they wouldn't have drafted Trey Trey Lance. Hmm. Okay, you don't bring Aaron Rodgers in if you think you've got something to Trey Lance. Mm, yeah. Um, yes, you do, because Trey Lance will never be Aaron Rodgers. And I could pump that right into Trey Lance's head, and be like, "Look, it was too much for you last year. It was ob- it was clearly too much for you. So we're gonna sit you another year behind Aaron. You absolutely can. There's levels to this shit. Mm. Yeah, and, and the problem the problem with Green Bay is they can't sign anybody. I mean, they're basically stuck with right. Aaron Rodgers or in Jordan Love. Mm-hmm. Like, and Devontae Adams is asking for outrageous numbers. Yeah, and and that's on purpose. Garoppolo, yeah, absolutely. He'll take less to play elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that's the thing about Garoppolo to Green Bay. I don't think they can afford him. They're forty million over the cap as it is. And um, and the the problem with Garoppolo is that he's not a horrible quarterback. There are probably 15, 16 quarterbacks worse than Garoppolo. There are not fifteen, sixteen worse contracts than Garoppolo's contract. No, if he was only getting paid, yeah, if he was getting paid like top twenty, okay, fine, it is what it is. But he's not. He's getting paid. I want to say top eight, and he's not delivering top eight. Yeah. Hmm. The 49ers mm-hmm. have to pay Debo Samuels, and that's going to eat up a chunk eventually. Yeah. Yes. If they're keeping him around. Holy think, crap. And Kittle. And, yeah. I want to say Debo, this is year three for Debo. So mm-hmm. he's got one more? Yeah. He's got one more. So they they need to sign him now. Yeah. Yeah. Don't let him get any more traction. No. That, yeah. He gets one more season, one healthy season under his belt. 49ers mm-hmm. are in trouble. Dude, yep. I'm waiting for him to just, for them to just say, you know what, Jimmy, go. We're going to start Debo at quarterback. <laughs> I was waiting for, I was waiting for him to go down in the secondary and see Debo out there playing in the secondary. Yeah. I know all these dudes. Yeah. And also, Tory Brown, just be done with it. <laughs> I yeah, know, exactly. right? Exactly. Yeah. And also, too, I can see if the Niners don't get a contract uh, for um, Debo this time around, I can see one of their nemesis doing all they can to go after Debo Samuel. You know who I'm talking about, BJ? You think about the Rams? Who nope. have no money. <laughs> I'm thinking about uh, Jerry's world. Shoot. Do you know how many people we got to pay in the next two years now that we got defense? That, we're going to have to pay Trayvon. We're going to have to pay Trey. got to remember, this was his second year, so he has two more years on this contract. And like Adam said, they aren't going to let him right. get to the fourth. Yeah, they aren't going to let him get to the fourth. That's um, right. I didn't think about that. This second year. Micah's four years away. Randy Gregory's contract's up. Um so you don't think Jerry will sacrifice like the likes of a Randy Gregory for a Debo Samuel? He can work some out and he'd get him. Oh sure, but I don't know. Debo's number is going to be so high. I don't know if the chunk that we're giving Randy is going to be enough to make the difference. To be honest with you, it's going to be like well, two players. And, and this is a very important question: What does Debo get paid at position wise, running back mm. or wide receiver? Oh, see, that's the thing. He spends most of his time in some kind of wide receiver, like either slot or outside. Mm. Um, so I would claim that wide receiver money because they don't pay running backs right. Yeah. No, and. 
what was it Kittle or was it someone else? I, I forget who it was as a tight end that they were like. Jimmy Graham went to arbitration for his contract. That, that's who it was. It was Graham. Yep. He was like, and I they said, no, you're a tight end. Yep. Yeah. And it, and cost it cost them like millions a of dollars. Of money too. Yep. Yeah. Probably seven, eight million a year. Oh. But yeah, I mean, I, I could see Debo basically just holding the 49ers over barrels. Like, look, I am your offense. Yeah. <laughs> Well, well, and that's the thing. Where, the, where's the lie? Yeah, exactly. With the 49ers, if they have a quarterback who doesn't mess up, now Jimmy messes up more than he should, but if they have a quarterback that's just neutral, right. they are fine with that running game, with that offensive line, and that defense. Mm-hmm. The problem with Lance is he's not neutral. Sometimes he's up, sometimes he's down. And when he's down, he's very down. Yeah. 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 That's, but, why, that's, that's why I said they could trade for Aaron because you're talking about bringing the MVP in. He can start over mm-hmm. just about anybody. You could bring Aaron in over Kyler if you really want to play that game. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. But. Yeah, I, I, I see Aaron leaving, but I, I, I just do not see him leaving the NFC. I see him looking back and going, what am I going to do? Because if I go to the AFC, wherever he goes in the AFC, the divisional round is going to be his bugaboo. Why yeah. would he not go to Chicago? Oh, that'd just be fun. Mm-hmm. They already have, they have like a serviceable defense. And you know how when an offense is on the field, the defense kicks up another notch. They get, you know, they, they rise up a little better because they're rested. So, man, yeah. you stick it to the Packers twice a year and possibly a third time in the playoffs. Mm, that'd be huge. What about That's New something Orleans? I would do. I would love to stay in the division and just make them see me. Well, I guess it has to be a trade. Oh, yeah, it has to be a trade. It has yeah. to be a trade. And the Green Bay is not going to trade with, with Chicago. Now, I, they might it has to work. be a trade because I thought they negotiated a one-year deal for the just this year, and he was off the contract after this year. Let me let me. I thought that's thought. I thought that's what brought him back into camp was the fact that they negotiated to a one-year deal. No, I thought I think he's got more. Hold on one second. Yep, he signed two, uh, 2022 and 2023. Mm. So the cap hit for 2022 is $46 million. The cap hit for 2023 is $33 million. Mm. So yeah, it has to be a trade, and, and that's why it's not going to be Chicago. No, but during the New Orleans pick, that's that's interesting because that, that's a team that if you get somebody competent back there, and let's just call it this, Taysom Hill is not competent, um, they could be dangerous and He's with great. Sean Payton you know, Tebow not there anymore like yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah remember Rodgers has stated he doesn't want to rebuild so they're going to have to bring a coach in there that knows what they're doing if they're going to get Aaron Rodgers in New Orleans they can't just can't be willy-nilly on the coaching search yeah nope. mm. but if, if, we're gonna, if we're gonna talk about coaches I do want to talk about the games this weekend yeah and, and I remember I didn't say anything so it, it doesn't probably doesn't count but I remember watching the first quarter of the Kansas City Cincinnati game mm-hmm. and when it was third and one at like the Cincinnati 40 49 yard line and they when they went for it or they were going to go for it they, and they did that fullback dive mm-hmm. and Andy Reid challenged it now he won the challenge but he was stupid about it because he called the timeout first instead of just calling the challenge mm-hmm. essentially he just completely wasted the timeout yeah. and I remember thinking that's an Andy Reid move because he doesn't understand how timeouts work and time works. I hope it doesn't come back to bite them. You know, it gets a close game, you know, it's the first half, but you might want that timeout. Mm-hmm. When it ended up happening, not having that timeout at the end of the half cost them at least three points. Mm-hmm. And if you play it from start to finish, nothing changes because, you know, that's never going to happen. Probably cost them the game. Yeah. yeah. And also, too, yeah, I think. No, what, what cost the game is they abandoned the running game. Jared yeah. McKinnon and Clyde Hilaire had a very good first half and they were invisible 
while the uh, the Bengals were coming back, invisible, yep. and it and it yep. wasn't their fault. It's not yep. like the Bengals stopped the run; they just refused to go to it. It was ridiculous. Just about to say, you hit on the nail. It seemed as if they didn't. You could tell the Bengals made adjustments, and like you know, Andy Reid being Andy Reid because that's they have Andy Reid's signature. Yeah, you can't close out games with a running game. Yep, that's what. Hey, let's, let's think about this for a second. Andy Reid has been to what eight championship games? If, like yeah, seven or eight. Mm-hmm. One Super Bowl. One Super Bowl, and he was going to lose that one if Jimmy yeah. G would have connected with uh, Emmanuel Sanders, it would have been a wrap. Yeah, so is Andy Reid an overrated coach? Because you hear about the genius that is That's Andy a Reed. lot. That's a lot of wins to say uh, overrated, and he was well ahead of the curve on the 70-30 passing to run, and now here we are. But is it working for him? It's working for the rest of the league. It's working for, <laughs> working for him in the regular season. He ushered, he, ushered, he ushered in an era. So does Stan Van Gundy. How'd that work for him? <laughs> well, you're talking about era changing coaches, though, so you can make jokes or whatever, but the fact of the matter is, is that, yeah, He's a pretty damn good coach, and he's one of the fathers of modern offense. But again, has it really worked for him? He's won we, one title. No, you asked if he was a special coach. You didn't ask it. We weren't talking about it working for him. You said he's I, I, I such asked, a special coach, and I was like, I yeah, asked if he he's overrated. Coach. I asked if he's no, he overrated. Overrated. Okay, absolutely yeah. not. Yeah, I, don't, I don't think he's overrated. Just I don't think he's overrated. Um, he may be overrated as far as picking his coaching assistants because somebody should have stepped up and been like, "Look, we got to run this fucking football." Of what we know, he someone could have mentioned it. And he was like, he has something else in mind. I don't know who called plays and who doesn't, but that's not a good look for Eric Bieniemy either. Why are we not running the football up by seventeen? Yeah. Well, and it, how many times have we talked about it that you have to run the football? That's how you close yeah. out the game. Yeah. Every I, I feel like we say it every single week. If you run the ball, you have a strong offensive line. You're going to win most of your games. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I mean, yes, football may have changed drastically the past hundred years, but the fundamentals are still there. If you run the ball, you take care of it, and you matriculate the ball down the field, as the guy once said, was it Hank Stram for Kansas City, ironically? You're going to win, because not only are you scoring, you're stopping them from scoring. Yep, and you wear that defense down, and that's what Cincinnati did. He kept giving it to Mixon, he was wearing them down. Nothing they could do with him. Yeah, and and Joe Burrow gets all the credit, and you know, he had a a good game. He wasn't great. No, he was a great leader. Say, hey guys, we've got this, we can take care of this. But that, that win was not on him. That wins him you know, kind of calm people down and that defense taking control and mixing going, this is on me. We're gonna we're gonna take care of this. Yeah, yeah. Wow. It's- you know, and I know I know I tweeted it because BJ and I were, were live tweeting the game on Sunday. You know, you don't come back on offense, you come back on defense. Exactly. And from from the time that they stopped them at the end of the half, they scored three points. And yeah. the defense got a little you know, a little confidence in them, a little little motivation boost. It's like, oh, we can do this. And yeah. they did. And plus it's it's like easier too to get that to get that feeling when you know that okay half of america expects us to lose so as soon as you give them fire or you give them some type of light to where they can be able to come back in the game then it starts to feed and it starts to become infectious right so everybody's like you know it's one play here one play there okay you know at one point i think it was like uh it was when when they scored and it, it was like 17 to like 20 something i forgot what it was and you saw that momentum that the Bengals were like, you know what, we can really win this damn game. And then yeah, it went when they were down 21 to 13. And it was like, okay, hey, it's a one-score game. We got something here. Mm-hmm. And then Mahomes throws the interception. Yep. And you could just see the entire um, bench from Cincinnati go, oh, oh, yeah. what's this? Yeah. And Kansas City just deflated because mm-hmm. 
they've gone through the same movie before just a few mm-hmm. weeks ago. Yep. Yep. Wow. Oh, so, and the, there's, there's something to that. Now, like I said, you know, Burrow had, had his two touchdowns, wasn't great, but as a leader, as a leader on the field, phenomenal. And honestly, that's what Tom Brady has been for the past, what, 22 years. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he's had a few seasons where his numbers have been astronomical. Yes, absolutely. But that's not who, that's not his game. It was not his game in New England. Right. His game was, I'm going to be calmly lead the team down the field and somehow quietly get two or three touchdowns a game. Right. Um, I heard a commentator, um, I forgot who it was, but he was saying how Tom Brady reminded him of 1993-1994 Joe Montana when he was with the Chiefs. Because he said Joe Montana, he wasn't astronomical in numbers, but he was able to get the Chiefs, I think, to the AFC Championship. Um, mm-hmm. I think, And I think they lost to Buffalo. Lost to the Bills. Yeah, lost to the Bills. But he was like, everything that Brady embodied when he was with the Patriots and he was with Tampa Bay, it was, uh, you know, Montana with the Chiefs because Montana was able to galvanize those guys because before he got there the, I mean they were the you know they weren't that good in the uh, uh, AFC West but then Montana got there he got everybody to hone in and tune in what he was doing and they you know went to the AFC Championship so I thought that was kind of interesting well and there, there's always the story of Montana whether it's true or not we'll probably have no idea where the Super Bowl against the Bengals was in 89, I think it was, when they were down 16-13, had the ball with their own four, I think. Gets in the huddle, trying to calm everyone down. He goes, hey, look, there's John Candy. Just get everyone to, to relax and focus on the game. And it worked. That was the, the year that he threw the, the touchdown with under 30 seconds to go to John Taylor to win the game. He just had that that aura about him. Like, I, I've i got the huddle, guys. You go do what you know you need to do, and we've got this. And you know, I know... I know through our adulthood, it was the conversation was always which who was better, Peyton or Brady. It was always the conversation. Yeah. Peyton always had the numbers. Brady always had the wins. And to me, it was always about the wins. It was always about when the the chips were on on the line and you needed a score. Who are you going to go to? It was Brady because he he knew he could do it and you knew he could do it. Right. Yeah. All right. I'm trying to. I've been quiet because I'm trying to iron out how many times they ran the football in the second half. And I finally found what I believe to be. Yeah, this is the the play by play for the game. And starting in the third quarter. Well, and as you count that, I'll, I'll kind of kill the silence. And I said the same thing about Green Bay when they played San Francisco two weeks ago. Yep. Their first drive, they ran the ball five times. A.J. Dillon scored a touchdown, and it was like, okay, we can't be stopped. They went yeah. up 7-0 the rest of the game in the cold and the snow. They ran it 15 times. Yeah. That, that That's not winning football. Right. I mean, the Patriots gave the blueprint on how you win those games. You run it down their yeah. fucking throat <laughs> until they figure it out, you know? Um, well, and, and the, thing, the thing with that game with the Mac, Jones three three pass game. The only way that works is if your defense is strong enough to hold the other team. Mm. If your defense is strong enough to hold the other team, you can wear them out. And that's what they did because by the fourth quarter, the Bills didn't want to do anything. They were tired. They were yeah, exhausted. Yeah. yeah. They were, and, and that's when you start missing tackles. You're like, man, it's cold. I'm like, you hit. Let me just thin my arm, see if that works. Yeah. How many times has, has BJ said it? You know, the, the game Green Bay in New York when Brandon Jacobs went in there, blew up Charles Woodson, and the game was over. Yeah. Kill your soul. Yeah. Take your whole soul. <laughs> Make you not touch anybody. I don't want to reach out and touch anybody. Yeah. Hey, question, hey, did, question. did you did you get the numbers, BJ? No, I'm having a hard time. That was the that was the stats from the uh, game January second, not the last week. I'm having a hard yeah. time finding the play by play stats for that game. The, the mm. play the, I always go to ESPN, pull up the play by play, and I literally have to. It's messed it. up. It only shows oh, first yeah. and second quarter. Mm. Anyways, Dorian, you, you were gonna say something. Go ahead. Yeah. Oh, I was gonna say. Um, I know earlier we were talking about the best uh, quarterbacks in the NFC. Would you say that Matt Stafford? 
is better than Matt Ryan? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Why? Why is this a question? No, yeah. because you guys mentioned Matt Ryan. Maybe you guys see Matt Stafford. I forgot Stafford uh, existed for a while because he hadn't for so many years, and now that yeah. he does, it's kind of like, oh yeah, it's an afterthought. Yeah. See, my I only get the first quarter. In the second quarter, it says end of game. Yeah. Th- this is the first half. This is half. This is the second half. So, and this, like I said, I always go to ESPN and do the play by play. You just have to sit there and count one. Two, Why three, say four. end of quarter two if it's second half? Because it's end of quarter two is the end of the is the end of the first half. Okay. After that starts the third quarter, which is right. starts the second half because okay. they don't have a delineation end of the first quarter because end of the first quarter you know sometimes ends in between drives. Okay. I gotta gotta explain how time works to BJ, but. Yeah, and, and going back to, to quarterbacks, Stafford won that game. Again, going back to you know leader in ability, Stafford won the game against San Francisco. Now, again, had San Francisco, San Francisco had a quarterback that could actually like move the ball? Maybe not, but Stafford won that game. Yeah. So would you say that OBJ has redeemed himself now they're going to the Super Bowl? Or I, I would say that, that Cleveland ran him out of town. Now, granted, yeah, he was a diva and he deserved to leave, but it wasn't all on him. Right. I think he's, he's proven that it wasn't just, it wasn't <laughs> just him yeah. now he's not blameless he'll tell you he's blameless but he was not blameless in that right. but it wasn't just all him right and also too does cooper cup take that attention away from him oh i found a play-by-play not done by idiots that goes quarter by quarter <laughs> okay <laughs> let's hear <laughs> There's so much to read here because they did it properly. It's going to take me a second. Yeah. So let, let BJ count. Yeah. So, but so yeah, and, and Dorian, yeah, Dorian, you're onto something though. Everywhere OBJ has gone, he's been the number one option. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's a number one receiver. I think he's a solid number two. Right. You know, yes, he makes fantastic catches, but as far as a number one consistent receiver, that's not his game. He's mm-hmm. like Alvin Harper. Alvin Harper was great. Okay. But he was yes. on number one. He was. Yep. I see that. And so and by having Cup there, or Cup's the Cup's the one, and you know, you, you need a, a safety to double, double team him, but that's Todd Bowles there for you. Um, but <laughs> he takes attention away, and it allows OBJ to have one-on-one coverage. It allows him to work in zone coverage, and yeah. by doing that, it you know increases his numbers. Because who who was the number one in Cleveland? Oh, was I think he was. Yeah, yeah, he was. And then some. Then it was Landry at one point. Then, but isn't Landry in Miami? Uh, no, no. Um, Landry's still in. Uh, he's in Cleveland. Oh, OBJ. Um, Landry's the reason why OBJ came to Cleveland. Oh, okay. They, they ran the ball twenty-four total times. That's just running backs and wide receivers. No quarterback scrambles, and only nine of them in the second half. There's your problem. You're up twenty-one yeah. to ten in the second half. Yeah, we could flip okay. those numbers, and you'd be all right. Yeah, yeah. And what killed me is the first quarter they were running successfully against a fresh defense gashing mm-hmm. them five six seven eight yards i'm like whoa just do this the whole game this will work yeah, yeah. well and, and bj you even asked it on twitter it's like who's gonna have the most rushing here at cincinnati or kansas city and i'm like well cincinnati because kansas city doesn't run the ball I would. yeah exactly they, and they start to the get tearing up yeah exactly yeah they did it all in the first half yeah well uh, i i tweeted uh bengals for player of the game bengals defense for player of the game holy crap yeah to stop that offense three times like that and give it back to joe burrow and give him shots amazing exactly after joe burrow the- gave it back to kansas Kansas City and they took yeah. it back. They took- yeah, when it was, I think it was 21 to 10 when Burrow threw that interception. And I was like, okay, you know, it's, it's enough of that. We're fine. And then, nope, stopped him again. And like that, that defense kept giving him chances. And you cannot give Burrow that many chances nope. and not expect him to, to succeed. Most of the pros, you can't, I mean, they're all here for a reason. Most, you just can't, you most can't good put, quarterback. Yeah. Yeah. You just can't keep rolling an offense out there and expecting everything to be okay. Right. No, they're going to get you eventually. Right. I mean, if you got like Mike White or, um, Mac Jones, yeah, maybe you'll you'll be okay. But if you got you know a competent quarterback like Burrow, 
Burrow or Herbert or, or Mahomes, you're 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 just asking for trouble. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so I don't I don't know were we gonna start talking about the Super Bowl because uh, I I was in a debate with someone and they were saying how like you know it's gonna be Ramsey versus Jamar Chase, right? And they're saying like that's gonna we be can, determine hey, the game. Hey Dorian, Dorian, mm-hmm. let's take a break and then we'll we'll talk about that. Gotcha. Want more Sandlot Sports? Follow us on Facebook at Sandlot Sports and on Twitter at Podcast Sandlot. And we're back. So Dorian, before the break, you were talking about Jalen Jalen Ramsey against Jamar Chase. Um, yeah. It, my my issue with that is like that's not the game. Right. Like that's that's not the game. Yes, Jalen Ramsey may give Chase fits, although I think Chase is going to get his catches. The problem is who's covering T. Higgins? Who's covering Tyler Boyd? Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Fucking thank you. I said the exact same thing, bro. I said, you got, I said, I won't be surprised if they put Ramsey on Higgins. I said, because Higgins, what is it? Higgins 6'3". He can run. I mean, he's not as fast. Well, he's fast. He may not be Jamar Chase fast, but he can, um, he has breakaway speed. So I'm like, I, towards the end of that game, when they were um, setting up for field goals and stuff like that, um, Joe, Joe Burrow, didn't he hit like Higgins for like two or three passes to, oh, to set that, it up? That big drive, the, actually the all the drive, yeah. the key passes went to Higgins. Right, Chase. Chase, I think had like six or seven catches, mm-hmm. but the big plays went to Higgins. Exactly. I said the exact same thing. And so I said, they need to figure out, okay, I'm sure that um, Raheem Morris is not going to have uh, Higgins be one-on-one with another corner. He probably feels safer saying, you know what, I'd rather have Jalen on T. Higgins and then do some type of shadowing or some type of uh, coverage to where you have the cornerback and the safety over um, over Jamar Chase. But it's like, I, I said, I guarantee you, Raheem Morris is not going to allow T. Higgins to be by himself because because Joe Burrow well, will, will eat up that matchup. My only concern about Cincinnati going into this game, because I, I think Cincinnati's offense is better than LA's offense. And, and next week we'll break it down even more. Mm-hmm. I think their offense is better than the Rams. I think their defense is on par. The, the challenge that Cincinnati is going to have is, are they going to be able to give Joe Burrow time to throw the ball? Mm. Because that offensive line is trash. Yeah. Like dumpster fire, blaze of glory, Jacksonville Jaguar trash, level trash. Winning in spite of it. Yeah. Yeah. And they have to block Von Miller, who's not the Von Miller bowl, but he's still good, and Aaron Donald. Mm-hmm. Now, it, if, if you noticed what Cincinnati has done the past month or two, is you're right, BJ, they've won in spite of it. So what have they done? They basically said, you know what? Our offensive line is trash. So what have I been saying for the past like year and a half when we've been doing this podcast? If your offensive line is trash, throw screen passes. <laughs> they have. And that's what they've been doing, and it's been working. Yep. Um, their backup running back, uh, is it P-Run's damn good. Yeah. Yeah, he's solid. Man. Oklahoma. Yeah, I think he still owns the the single game rushing record in Oklahoma. Speaking of Oklahoma, SEC, you know that no matter how it worked out, not one of these teams would have been in the Super Bowl without having at least twenty percent of their roster, their active roster being SEC players. Best college teams money can buy. Yeah. <laughs> hey, now you don't mad. To do the Don't get mad. <laughs> don't get mad because y'all don't win enough games to pay the bills. <laughs> And now you're about to lose your head coach to Minnesota, the Vikings. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. And, Bill O'Brien and, for head coach, Rich no, Rodriguez I, 2.0. Oh, oh, that there's so many. I broke him over there thinking about that. No, there was a troll <laughs> on Twitter that was like, well, if Harbor leaves, that should bring back Hoke. I'm um, stopped. Just stop. <laughs> now, the the rumor is if Harbor actually does leave, and he's probably going to leave, is that they're going to bring in Matt Rule. And Rule really? isn't horrible. Yeah, that's that's the, the prevailing theory because Rule Ooh. is not happy in Carolina. Like, Carolina's not happy with Rule. 
yeah. Well, maybe if they gave him like a quarterback, maybe he'd be okay and not well, Sam yeah. Darnold. I'm pretty sure he had a hand in getting Darnold. And if he yeah. didn't, he sure sounded like he did in the media. Well, yeah. you as a coach, you kind of have to be. You don't, you don't want to go up as a coach and like, well, I know the GM got no. this quarterback, but he's nope. sucked. Drawing <laughs> a clear line in the sand. If I didn't bring this GM in, we're drawing a clear line in the sand between what his job is and my job. And my job was to teach what to, to mold what he brings me. So wish me luck. You wow. gotta have mercy on my soul. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh man. Keep your ear out for any TV jobs for me in the next six months. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So another NFL coaching vacancy is on the horizon. Yeah. Again, that that's that's the rumor that that they're going with. And so we'll see if it actually comes to fruition or not. Um, from what I've been hearing, Harbaugh, I, I hear a couple different things. I hear Hubble is pissed at the contract that Michigan has offered, but he was the one that said, I'll take the pay cut because I want to pay just, my assistant. He just beat Ohio State. He yeah, just, so it, just beat Ohio State. Like the, the, the narrative is just, they're very contradictory and very just bizarre. No, Harborough's a bizarre guy, but they're more bizarre than usual. Yeah, that's why I, he's just an odd duck, man. I don't <laughs> know why he doesn't go down and coach the Hurricanes. He'd fit right in down there. I, I, I'm hearing they're already mad at Mario. Really? He hasn't even coached the game yet, and they're already mad at him. Of course. It's Miami. They think they're worth yeah. more than they really are. They 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 have a false sense of value. Like, they, you're no, it's, no, no. Like yeah, apparently, like, some of the fans are already mad at him because he's losing recruits to Florida because I'm like, they're Florida. It's Florida. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can't expect this guy to turn this around instantly. There's been like, a, it's almost like a legacy of crap for the past decade. Yeah. And they also okay. lost recruits to uh, UCF too, which UCF is going to oh. come up, man. But, yep. Gus Malzahn's trying to get in the SEC again. He's going to take <laughs> U- UCF to the SEC. <laughs> Vanderbilt oh. 3.0. <laughs> It'll be Missouri, UCF, and Vanderbilt for homecoming. I'm just joking. No, our our GPA is not as good as those. Let's <laughs> <laughs> oh, be interesting. Hey, speaking, speaking of Miami, I saw. Oh, you figure you got to be Dorsey. a good offensive line school, huh? Like, so, <laughs> yeah. Ken Dorsey's in the news. Did you guys see that? Speaking of Miami, yeah. he kills somebody. So, no, he he has an <laughs> NFL job. <laughs> like on the sideline, though, right? Where he's used to being. Like, yeah. he's an offensive coordinator in Buffalo oh, yeah. now. Offensive coordinator. <laughs> Coordinator, yes. yes. For Josh Allen. Oh, yep. he's going to be like, uh, so who's going to do the Andre Johnson stuff? <laughs> who's going to do the Jeremy Shockey stuff? Yeah. <laughs> That's what he's going to be doing, idiot. That's not too good enough. You're I, shocking. Like, I, I had my phone out. I was scrolling through the headlines. I'm like, Dorsey. No. Dorsey. No. Ken, Ken, Dor- Ken no. Dorsey from he Miami. Must, he must have hit somebody with a car or something. That's what he's in the news for. <laughs> I mean, that's like seeing like Ryan Schneider was the offensive coordinator in um, Denver. I'm like, wait a second. Like the UCF quarterback from the days old days gone by was offensive coordinator. How'd this happen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know offense. I just can't run it. <laughs> like, look, it's like the, the quarterback after him was waiting tables there here in, in Orlando. <laughs> oh man now that's a classy university going it's, for the it's a go, job like the modern day necessary roughness <laughs> this is pull, pull the guy off the farm who's out there winging it at, uh, straw uh straw what do they call them scarecrows yeah, yeah. bring that guy in <laughs> Bring him in. 40 year old quarterback. Bring that, dude. that was a great Shane movie. Falco. Yo, yes. yeah. One of my favorite okay, movies. Bad too. Better football movie. Necessary Roughness or The Replacement? I can't make that call. Uh, I like them both, but I can't. I can't make that call. <laughs> 
they both have their own uniqueness, man. Yeah, like, yeah, I can't. yeah. It's like they, it's, you're comparing two like quality wines here. Like they're both good. <laughs> they're just different. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's like I heard a thing today because the, the Winter Olympics are starting up, which is odd because no one really cares. Um, but what's the best Winter Olympic movie? Is it Miracle or is it Cool Runnings? Again, I mean, from a comedic standpoint, I love Cool Running. How can you oh, leave? Bla- cool. How can you leave Blades of Steel out of this whole situation? Oh shoot, Blades of Steel. <laughs> Blades of Steel. Was like, see, they all have their own, their own uniqueness. It's hard to see which one is better because it's like, oh, <laughs> oh, good. I like the absurdity of teaching Jamaicans to do bobsled. <laughs> Did you guys see oh, the no. Jamaicans actually have a bobsled team in the Olympics this year? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Some people were getting offended because they were calling them cool running, but it's like it's Blades yeah. of Glory. Blades of Steel was the hockey game for Nintendo. It was the was hockey game at the NES. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, how old am I? I looked at the yeah. cover of this thing and I was like, oh, no. Oh. <laughs> like yeah. RBI baseball. I knew, right? Great, great game. Great game. Hours and hours of my dad and I playing that and my brothers. Great game. Okay. Tecmo Bowl was good, but you, you could not play with Bo Jackson. You were outlawed from doing that. Tecmo Super Bowl was better. Yeah, Tecmo Super Bowl was good. I didn't really pick up the uh, the football games until Joe Montana '94 on um, Sega on Genesis. Yep. Yeah, that's when I that started was good too. Up. And that's what took me to Game Day. I think it was on PlayStation. Yeah, and then I wound but, up picking up Mad. On Joe Montana football was unfair because you could never sack them. Just like as soon as you think you're gonna that, sack them, the ball and on game. the kick returns, you could just hit spin all the way down the field and you couldn't tackle them. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, and see, you know, I played Joe Montana football and that was good, but the better game was Bill Walsh football. Ah, uh, Bill Walsh college football. All right. Yep. Yeah. Didn't play that. Yeah, that's that. how you you could was... really learn the game and understand like how it, how it works. The first time I played Madden, the guy I was playing against destroyed me with Derek Brooks rushing off the side. I had no idea how to audible or like shift people or blo- change the blocking thing. He's just <laughs> killing me. Bang, bang, bang. Running plays, screen plays. Everything I tried is Derek Brooks. Derek Brooks. <laughs> killing me. It was terrible. Yeah. It was a terrible experience. I gotta say, oh, NFL game day with uh, Terrell Davis on the cover. He was. Oh, the one with oh, with T.O. on the cover. Oh, that's okay. ESPN. That's ESPN. I think yeah. that was the ESPN football. That was a good game. Yeah, yeah that was a good one, too. Yeah, the, with the one. first person of you, that uh-huh. was great. That was yeah, awesome. through the helmet, that was weird. Yeah. That was, yeah. I had a hard time with that. I didn't like that so much. Yeah. I had a, yeah. I had a blast with Madden for like 10 years, though. See, I... I, I play Madden, but I just, I can't get into it just because it's, to me, the running game just doesn't exist, which going back to Andy Reid and, and whatnot, but I, I, I can never get a consistent running game. And like, that's, to me, that's how you play football. Play two on twos. Then you have a guy be the fullback after you, you, your partner's the running back. And then when you snap the ball, you turn to the fullback, you'll find a running game. I promise. I'm not looking for 14 year old. So. <laughs> oh, nice. A pedophile joke. Leave your face on <laughs> Look at you. All right. Hey, we were talking about the coach of Baylor. So, I mean, why not? Uh, pedophile joke with a Michigan ball next to your shoulder. Jeez. Jeez. Don't y'all torture uh, you. settled the lawsuit, by Don't, the way. Yeah, uh, no shit. <laughs> Wait till oh, the one with the clergy with the fingers up the bum comes to fruition. Deshaun? Deshaun, is that you? No, my child. <laughs> It's time for your con- confession. Squeal like a pig. <laughs> oh, man. Yep. We were talking about something. I don't know what we were talking about. I don't know. Adam, Adam had to make a pedophile joke. 
Yes, my child. <laughs> mm. uh, man, BJ, it's not even 10 o'clock yet, bro. <laughs> Don't give a shit. Don't give a shit. I already had to respond to three random posts on Facebook with people using Let's Go Brandon. That was frustrating enough. <laughs> Dumb sons of bitches. Oh, oh no, they're trying to ban Captain Underpants, now. so go whatever. I mean, who? They're, they're trying, trying to, to ban, ban the Captain... The, the the Captain Underpants book for kids. I don't know if you guys have read it. It's essentially like no. these yeah, boys, I saw them they, they turn, Yeah, they turn their principal into a superhero. He's wearing his underpants, and they're trying to ban it. Yeah. But they're worried about cancel culture. Mm. Yeah, it's because cancel culture was directed at them. That's why they got a little sketchy. Now they got to direct it to books to get out of it. Yeah, so and let's, now let's books about the Holocaust. Yeah. Crazy. That didn't that didn't happen. Yeah, yeah it did. No, it was a movie. Oh, Holocaust. Okay. Yeah, it didn't happen. <laughs> Talk about the, the sad thing is the people of Waterford over the weekend probably believe that. Yeah, dude. When I saw that, I'm like, really? Nazis in Orlando probably just got let out of jail. <laughs> probably. I'm sure, I'm sure they just came from a Trump rally. <laughs> Just traded the hats for swastikas again. I wonder if they touch their daughter the way Trump does. Just a thought. Hey, you know, uh, you saying I made the pedophile joke? No, that's that. That one's on you. <laughs> oh, it doesn't matter what age. That's not a pedophile. Put it your does hand, to Matt Gates. Put put in your hand. He didn't care. He didn't care. Grass on the field. Play ball. He doesn't give a shit. Oh. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I just can't. That Trump shit bothers me. Why are you touching your daughter's hips? Get your fucking hands off her hips. Dude. Hands off her hips. It's weird. Touch and she lets him do it. She probably doesn't know any better. Yeah. That's the it's, problem when you're raised under this shit. You're just brainwashing and thinking it's normal. Yeah, we can ask. I'm not saying she's stupid, but you can program people. Mm. That's actually yeah, your they, job. That's. <laughs> look at the girls we grew up with. Come on, on the outside mm. chance the ones that you know. Come on, life's hard enough. We ain't got to kick them while they're <laughs> sucking dick for change. <laughs> <laughs> man but yes it is your job to program your your kid properly yeah, properly <laughs> not to be fondled in every picture you take no <laughs> that's the funny part is you know in, in lake county they do it kind of in secret. that's, he was like, hey, that's the funny picture. part of that's the p- funny part about fondling your daughter <laughs> god <laughs> is there's a funny part <laughs> Okay, let's just get to the NBA before we just cancel ourselves. You're the one who started this shit, and we're just wrapping it up. <laughs> oh, man. So mm. I, I, I have a question for you guys. I know I put it in the group chat today. Um, you think LeBron James likes to play in tournament now? This is going to be in it again. <laughs> He's lucky, though. No. Yeah, I think I think they're the nine seed right now. Yeah, the nine seed. And no, that, that, that that roster just doesn't work. Right, but we called it before the season. It was like Philly okay. was doing. There's only one basketball, and it's hard to split it up between people that are in their mid thirties. Mm-hmm. They're already setting their ways, and and you've got AD who doesn't want to play the position that he's best for. And then you've got Russ and LeBron who need to split the ball in half like King Solomon. Mm. <laughs> exactly. It's just with that knee injury that's hampering LeBron, we'll keep an eye on that because I think I think it's bigger than what the media is putting out to be because he's been having that issue, I think, since he's uh, that same knee. He had a couple of issues when he first uh, started with the Lakers. So Is that the knee that he went down to Miami and got, like, stem cell treatment? Mm-hmm. Yep. So I'm like, uh, 
I'm like, it might be time to hang it up, LeBron. Hey, Brady did, so. Yeah, Brady did. And, and think about that. Think about what, what could happen at the end of this year. We could have a sports year starting in the fall without LeBron James, without Tom Brady, without Ben Roethlisberger, maybe without Aaron Rodgers. The, the guys that we've essentially grown up into adulthood for could no longer be playing. Did I send you that meme from NFL memes? It says we're in good hands. Yeah. And it had all okay, the quarterbacks lined up with it. It had all the quarterbacks lined up with who's replacing them. Yeah. And for uh, Roethlisberger, it was Bill Cosby. <laughs> you call me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, boy. Yeah. Um, also, too, I was going to say with the Lakers, um, I, I know that they're in talks right now making moves at the trade deadline, but what moves are they going to make? Because who? No, I don't think anyone's going to take on uh, Russell Westbrook in his contract, you know, um, unless they trade with Orlando, but Orlando's not going to trade with like They've got to find a trade partner that's like incompetent in order to take. The Magic <laughs> have a nice, I said that's Orlando. So the Magic have a nice core of young kids. They do not need Russ in there toing it up. And, and, I, and I'll say this: like the, the Magic, they don't have the talent, but they're competitive every night. Right. Like very rarely are they blown out. Right. Now I said this: the Bulls will probably blow them out tonight. <laughs> But very rarely do they lose by 15 or 20. Normally it's under 10. You know, it's a shot here or there. They're they're getting there. They don't need someone like Russ on, on the team. Right, right. So I don't know what the league's going to do. That's the thing. I mean, the, the, if they want to trade Russ, they're going to have to trade it to a team that's desperate, like mm-hmm. a, maybe in New York, that's got the cap space, that's um, point guard deficient, again, like New York. Um, but God, putting Russ in New York is just a disaster. It's like Brett Favre 2.0. <laughs> I could totally see meltdown. Down. Was he gonna send um, pictures to his masseuse? <laughs> Unwanted dick pictures. Is that what he's gonna do? <laughs> hey, launch. Is that it. a New York thing? Yeah, how does Brett Favre get away with that, but Sean Watson doesn't? Oh, is there a difference there? Well, yeah, no, 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 no. Don't bring race into this. It's much different to have a dick pop up on your phone than it is to say, jam your hand to my ass. <laughs> uh, okay, so. Like, you can just, you, on the phone, you can just swipe the dick right off your phone. You have to deal with the fact that this, you're either going to put your hand up this man's ass or it's going to get real awkward in this room. That is, wow. Yeah, that has nothing to do with race. That's the two acts in themselves. <laughs> <laughs> oh man that's okay. what happens when we're down to one football game on that note gentlemen i think we're gonna wrap it up for tonight peace out guys Ladies and gentlemen this has been sandlot sports one more sandlot sports just follow us on facebook at sandlot sports or on twitter at sandlot sports 21